Greetings everyone, my name is Dr. Asha and you're listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast and this is episode number three. everyone. I hope you had a great week and thanks for tuning in. Now, as you know, if you listened to last week's episode, you'll know that I diverted from my theme because I felt it was important to explore the impact of the Ethiopian Airways plane crash and the possible impact this would have on people's emotions and feelings about booking flights and travelling to Africa. So having done that... I want to now go back to build on some of the themes that I touched on in episode one of the podcast. And in particular, I want to move you on to the next stage where we're now beginning to explore what our dream life looks like. And to help you do this, I'm going to look at the top 10 things that will help us to keep our dreams alive and keep us moving forward. Now, It may shock you to know, but there is not much written about ordinary African descent people, black people, who pack their bags and are doing a kind of blacksit. And blacksit is a term that has become popular to symbolise when black people pack our bags and say that we're leaving. I don't know if you remember the advert where there's a young girl saying, you know, I'm moving out. I'm leaving. I'm moving out. Blacksit has come to symbolise that expression of frustration that black people have, where we're just tired of what we are confronted with in Western systems and we're packing our bags and getting out of the UK or Western countries when we've had enough of racism and all its macro and micro-aggressive representations. And although not much is written about this group of black expats to Africa and the Caribbean, the group is big and it's growing. And the reason it's growing is because it's been happening for decades. I personally know people who left the UK and America and went to live in Africa, in countries like South Africa, Zimbabwe, Ghana and Ethiopia, some having left over 40 years ago and are still living strong in these countries, travelling backwards and forwards from Africa to Europe on a regular to see their families and friends or to make business moves. 40 years ago, I mean, that's older than some of us who'll be listening. It's hard to believe that this was even possible then particularly when we convince ourselves that it is too difficult to do now. But one of the key reasons why we convince ourselves that it is so difficult now to achieve that dream of living your best life in Africa or any other hot country you want to live in is because we don't have the time to dream in a way that makes our dreams realistic and achievable. We tend to dream at stressful times, at times when we're facing a crisis of confidence in our personal or professional or working lives. 
And it's the kind of crisis that makes us just want to pick up ourselves and just go, just leave. And for some of us, just going is entirely possible because we've earned the right or the space in our nine to five to speak with our bosses who understand the valuable role we play in their business. So they feel our pain or really what they feel is our indispensability to the business. And because of that, they would rather we just go on this impromptu break as long as we come back. But let's be serious. This is rare. The reality for most of us is that we can't just leave our jobs and go. Some of us struggle to even get lunch breaks as part of the job or two or three that we do. And some of us are doing one, two and three jobs for one person's pay. And we do it because the alternative is to have no job at all. And then where would we be? So... We end up being trapped in jobs we mostly hate, trying to manage the thoughts associated with our crisis when we finally get home. And this is when we dream about wishing we had a different choice, a different option and a different life. And it's the wrong time to dream. I accept that dreaming at stressful and conflicting times can bring out the best of our creativity But if there isn't space to then develop our dreams into an achievable plan, what tends to happen is that when we wake up the next day from whatever we self-medicated ourselves with the night before, we resign ourselves to not being able to make the changes and we go back to the job because time has caught up with us and there isn't time to make that change or to act on that dream because we don't want to be late for work. And so then what happens is that, you know, we keep working until the next crisis comes along and we rinse and repeat this process over and over again. What I want to propose instead is that our dreams should be more than just crisis responses. I want us to be able to respect our dreams enough to give them the time required to explore them fully with a view to achieving them. With this in mind, I want to take us through my top 10 things we can do to make our dreams more realistic and more likely to be achieved. And then I want you to begin building your dream. I'll come to that at the end of the podcast. So the first thing that we need to do is we need to believe. We need to believe our dream. To achieve a big dream like long staying or living in Africa, you need to believe it yourself. You need to believe that it's possible. It sounds simple, but so many people pursue a dream they feel is too big for them or is really just unachievable. The very first step to achieving your big dream is to believe that it's possible to live your best life in Africa or some other hot country And I'm going to stop saying that soon, because when you hear me say live your best life in Africa, I want you to understand that I'm talking about Africa or some other hot country you dream about. So to live your best life in Africa, the life of your dreams, you have to start by researching the top three countries you'd like to visit as a starting point. Remember, Africa is a continent, not a country. There are 53 countries in Africa. Which ones would you want to start with? 
and that will help you to narrow down the country where you might want to long stay or live long term. Everything starts by dreaming big. Imagine the most amazing incarnation of your dream and dream it. Make it real by imagining what it would feel like to achieve it. What would your life look like as a result of achieving it? How would you feel every day? These are visions you should add to your dream to build in some reality so you can see yourself in your dream and visualise how happy you are in your dream. The second point is to assess the skills or knowledge you will need to achieve your big dream. Some goals about living your best life in Africa won't require new skills or knowledge, but some goals will. You'll need to assess what specific skills you need to make your big dream come true. And you'll also need to look at what skills you already have that you can sort of set off running with right now so that you can start the work now. Or even skills that you have that you might need to improve on. And then you can set targets or goals for improving those skills. And when you're looking at the skills or the knowledge that you might need, you have to build in time to upskill yourself so that you can add weight to achieving your big dream by knowing that you have the skills and knowledge to go alongside the actions that you have to take. Now, in future podcast episodes, I'm going to start to look at some of these issues and help you with things like goal setting and look at one or two actions you can start to take now to help to add weight to your dream. The third thing that you need to do is you need to take daily actions to move your dream forward. Dreaming is nothing without action. It just stays as a dream. You need to take daily actions to turn your dream into a reality. I know it sounds obvious, but it needs to be said that no matter how small the action, every action you take gets you one step closer to your big dream. And every day that you take action, you build momentum. It's like a drive inside of you, this momentum. It's like a wheel that just keeps turning And if you take a small action every day, although it might not seem significant at the time, but those one-one actions begin to add up. Just imagine what you could achieve in a year if you did one small thing every day to move yourself towards living your best life in Africa. You can use goal setting which involves writing down all the goals that you will need in a step-by-step fashion so that you can achieve one small part or your whole dream. And you can also use other tools like the wow factor, which translates into within one week. And you can say to yourself that within one week, I'm going to do A, B, C and D. And if you stick to that list and try to do those small actions, eventually you'll complete those actions and then you set another list of actions to achieve. I'm a great one for rewarding myself for having achieved my actions. And I certainly think it's something we should adopt because when we're working in those harsh environments, sometimes 
Only we know how happy we are when we've achieved those actions because only we know what the big picture is. And so we should reward ourselves. But I caution that you only deserve to reward yourself as long as you don't beat yourself up when you don't make all the actions in the week or in the time frame you've set. Sometimes we can have a week from hell and it means that we haven't achieved everything we thought we would achieve. So all we need to do if we've got actions that haven't been achieved is just to transfer them onto a new action list and start again. What we shouldn't do is beat ourselves up because when we do that, we add doubt to our mind and our mind is already doubtful. We're already a bit digi because we've got this big dream that sometimes even we don't believe is achievable. So we don't need to beat ourselves up when we don't achieve our goals. All we need to do is restate the actions and just keep going. The fourth thing is to put a time frame on our dreams. You know as well as I do that time flies and the older we get, the faster time seems to fly. If you haven't got a time frame around your dream, things that you're going to achieve in hours, days, weeks and months or whatever time frame you set, then time can easily run from you. So it's really important to put some kind of time frame, like a timeline on your big dreams and your actions to keep yourself moving, but also to make yourself accountable. If you're sitting down watching TV or a soap opera and you know that you've set that time aside for doing one, two, three actions, then you hold yourself accountable for not doing what you're supposed to be doing. And one of the best ways to hold ourselves accountable is to set a launch date or a finish date for when we want to have completed those actions and just work backwards. You can work backwards by putting in specific dates to reach the milestones along the way. With living your best life in Africa, I support people to set timescales of between three and five years to buy themselves out of their plantation jobs and make the first step towards living their best life. It's important to set realistic timescales so that you can achieve the actions within those timescales. You know, whilst I'm visiting the UK, sometimes I forget how long it takes to drive from London to Yorkshire. And sometimes I can say to myself, "Ah, you know, I can do that in two hours. And I set sort of like an unrealistic timescale. And sometimes I just need to pull myself back and make sure that I set realistic timescales so that I don't set myself up to fail. And it's important that when you're setting your timescales, don't set timescales that minimise the importance of the actions you take or make you doubt that you can achieve your dream. Set realistic timescales for yourself. The fifth thing is to ignore the doubters. Whenever we're pursuing big dreams, there's always people who want to doubt that you can do this thing. There's always people around you who are ready to make you doubt yourself. They might be family, they might be friends, and sometimes even yourself. You know how many people scare themselves with their own doubts? You would be shocked if you knew. 
Now, it's okay to have your self-doubt because sometimes only you know what that doubt is. But for family and friends, you don't have to accept their doubt just because you hold them dear to your heart. Because sometimes their reasons for doubting you are not right. Oftentimes when people say something can't be done, it's only because in their personal experience, it hasn't been possible for them to achieve their big dreams and their big goals. And so sometimes they measure you by their standards and think that you can't do it either. And for others, they doubt you for selfish reasons because they know that if your dreams are successful, they might lose you because you're going to be leaving. Or they might be on their own and you're the closest person to them. So don't listen to the doubters and instead see yourself as having the drive, the motivation and the ability to achieve your big dream. The sixth area is to share your dream with like-minded people. So having got rid of the doubters, sometimes the doubters are the people who we would ordinarily look for, for support. And so we have to replace that space with people who are going to support us. And these people are called like-minded people. Don't keep your dream locked away. Share it with others. With the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast and with some of the services and the resources that are going to come online, one of the things that I'm going to do is to build an online community of people who have a shared interest and focus on building and living their best lives in Africa. Because whilst everyone who is in your immediate circle might not get on board with building your big dream, There will be those who share the same dream, the same passion and the same interests as you. And these are the people who we want in our online community because they'll be a huge help to you and you to them in achieving your dream because they will be trying to achieve the same thing you are trying to achieve. Having people who believe in you will boost you up when you're down, when you've had a rough week, when things are going wrong, and they'll keep you motivated and inspired. And they'll also put you in touch with the right people when you need it most. So it's important for us to have that online community. And the beauty about it being online is that we can access that support from anywhere in the world. So look out for that because that's going to be coming in the future. The seventh thing is being prepared to drop your expectations. When we're building our ideal dream, we need to build in expectations for achieving that dream because it's our expectations that will guide us. They're sort of like signposts that we're going in the right direction. And I always equate it to travelling on the motorway from point A to point B, especially when you don't know where you're going and You see a signpost along the way and that signpost tells you if you're going in the right or in my case, the wrong direction. So, for example, a typical signpost for living your best life in Africa might be that by year two, you've identified the top three countries you want to visit. So you can add weight to your dream about where you might want to live in your living your best life in Africa dream. And you might have that signpost because for you, progress is marked by narrowing your list of countries from 20 to 3. 
And whatever process you have for doing that, it means that you've done the work to get to three. And you know that when you get to three, that is a sign that you can move on to the next action or to the next stage in your dream. These types of expectations are good because they guide us. The thing that won't help us, though, is if we make those expectations too rigid There are many twists and turns in any working week. And we know from experience in this space that we regularly can have the week from hell. So it's really important not to make the expectations too rigid so that when things don't go to plan, we can drop that expectation or cut the expectation in half. It's a bit like saying, That if I intend to read 10 books in a month and by the time I get to day 20, I've only read two. If I cut that expectation in half, instead of being disappointed because I've got eight more books to go, I'm happy because I've halved my expectation. And instead of having eight books to read... I've now only got three books to read to meet that goal. So if it helps, cut the expectation in half and achieve it that way. Because then you still get that sense of success, that sense of achievement. And then you can move on to the next stage. Making our expectations too rigid only helps us to beat ourselves up when we think we're not making the grade. The eighth thing is to adopt an inevitability mindset. Now, what do I mean by this? An inevitability mindset is all about knowing and telling yourself and believing that it is just a matter of time before you achieve your big dream. It's not about if, it's about when. Adopting that kind of inevitability mindset starts with identifying your self-limiting beliefs. We all have those. When you identify them, they begin to lose their power and they don't get in the way by causing you to doubt your dream. What do I mean by self-limiting beliefs? This might be messages you send to yourself unconsciously or even consciously about whether or not you can live your best life in Africa. You might say things like, I'm too young or I'm too old. I don't have time. I don't have money. I'm rubbish at setting dreams or goals or plans. Uh, Now's not the right time. I'll do it next year. Oh, if so-and-so doesn't do it with me, I'm not going to do it. Uh, I like my job sometimes and maybe sometimes is enough for me to just stay there and see how it goes. These are the kinds of self-limiting beliefs that sometimes run through our head. And so I always believe that if you work with an inevitability mindset, then success is imminent and your drive and your motivation and your work to achieve through your actions will reflect this. The inevitability mindset is powerful because it has the potential to shift your whole perspective to one of believing that you will achieve your dream. And there are many, many people who will testify to that. 
they had this inevitability mindset and they just kept going and going and going and going and going, doing a little bit, achieving a little bit, signposting where they're going, believing in their dreams. And eventually they got there. The ninth thing is to make room for your big dream. For your big dream to flourish, you need to make room for it in your life. You need to clear out everything that no longer serves you and make the time and the space to work your big dream. This might mean clearing out other commitments from your diary that no longer get you to where you need to be or create space in your room where you can work on your dream. It might mean investing in some new technology or investing in your learning to help you achieve your dream. I think about myself when I was planning to leave my job and start my business. I had to make space. I created an office in, in my home. It was just a little space. But, you know, I knew that when I looked at that space, that was a space where I was going to work my dream, work my plan to buy myself out of my job and start the business that was linked to my passion. And you're going to need to do the same thing too. You need to make that space, wherever that space is, whether it's a space that's equal to your time or a physical space in your home or a space somewhere else or dropping a hobby that you're not really interested in, but it's blocking time. These are the kinds of spaces that you need to clear or make available so you can work on your dream. And the last thing that I want to say is that we have to keep the momentum going. And this one is perhaps the most important one, because the most important step to achieving a big dream is to keep the momentum going. Every day that you take an action towards achieving your big dream, you build on your own momentum and you get one step closer I know that sometimes you're taking these one, one, two, two step and it doesn't feel like you're getting anywhere and it feels like you're pushing water uphill. You can't see the changes, but I assure you that if you take those one, one, two steps forward, eventually your action matters and you can see that you are getting closer to your dream. Once you've got momentum on your side, you become this unstoppable force and success becomes imminent no matter who tries to block you. These 10 steps are 10 key steps that you can use to achieve your big dream. Don't hold back from what you want to achieve as long as your dream is realistic to you. Now, I said at the beginning that the first thing you have to do is to plot your dream. And I know sometimes this can be a bit difficult. So I've included a template as a download with this episode of the podcast. And so if you follow the show notes below, you'll see a link to the template. And what the template will help you to do is to pick your big dream. Let's say your big dream is to live your best life in the Gambia. And then the template will encourage you to break that dream down into three, four, or maybe even five movable parts. Because you can download the template or make copies of the template as many times as you need for as many dreams as you want to map. 
And then what you do is map the dream in three key areas, which you'll see on the template. And what I've done is I filled in the first line of the template for you to give you an idea of the kinds of things that you might want to map in accordance with your own dream. Now, I know, again, that all sounds a little bit confusing and a little bit difficult. So if anybody's struggling, it might interest you to know that on the 28th of April, which is a Sunday at three o'clock, I'm going to do some live Q&A and also a little bit of training on supporting people to fill in that template. So if you're interested then just click onto the Facebook page, the Living Your Best Life in Africa Facebook page. And what you'll find is that at three o'clock, I'm live doing some training, but also doing a short Q&A for any questions or clarification that you might need to support you with this particular episode of the podcast. Now, the reason I'm doing it is because This is almost like the first stage of you being able to identify the things that are the most important for you to achieve. And so I think it's important for us to put the work in so that you get this part at least as as right as you possibly can, because everything can be changed, obviously. But you can get it as right as you possibly can. Because in future episodes of the podcast and in other things we'll be doing, you'll come back to this template and you'll be able to use it in future work. One of the things that you'll quickly find out about living your best life in Africa is that I won't be asking you to do anything that we're not going to use in our future goal setting and our future mapping of the steps we need to take to live our best life. So I hope you'll find that training useful. And if you know anybody else who might find it useful, tell them. It's an open forum, so anybody can take part in that training. So I've come to the end of what I wanted to say, those famous words again. And the only thing that remains for me to say is that It's really good for me to hear from you because that gives me an idea of whether I'm missing anything or whether there are any confusions or whether you like something or don't like something. So if you're listening to the podcast, leave me a review and let me know what you think. The podcast is also upon iTunes, but you may have to search for it. So When you do find the podcast on iTunes, again, leave me a review there because that helps to push the podcast up in the search menu for iTunes, which is a huge podcast library. So to push myself up, I need live reviews. I mean, as usual, I just love doing this. Anybody who knows me knows I can talk, right? So I love doing this and it helps me to help as many people as possible. Because when you try to help people on a one, 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 you don't get through many people. But if I do it like this, I can help as many people that want to link in to the podcast. So I'm grateful that you're taking the time to listen and I hope you're getting something out of it. In the next two podcasts, I'm going to be looking at actions that help you to flesh out your dreams add a bit of weight to them, a bit of, I was going to say, 
add a bit of meat to them but anybody who knows me knows I'm a vegan and that kind of sticks in my mouth but you know what I mean I want you to sort of pad the dreams out and so in the next two podcasts I'm going to be talking about one or two actions that you can take that will help you to start to pad out your dreams so I hope you can join me for those Once again, thank you for listening and thank you for taking the time to spend with me whilst I discuss my passions. I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll see you next week. Bye for now.